0: Welcome to the Art of the Dive. We're back here, um, second pot of the week. We're doing a good job. We're 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 trying. Uh, you know, two, you know, middle-aged, hardworking men here. It's it's Nick and I, um, and we're getting a pot out to you for this preseason, getting you all the information. How are you doing today, Nick?
1: Oh, I'm doing good, you know it's 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 grueling to get two pods out in a week. It's like what are we doing with our lives right now but I guess we're we're just fully committed. I was looking at last season, I think we stopped recording pods at like what was it game week 27 we're just like we're done with this.
0: Um, yeah, funny like funny story on that. Uh, I've been picking up extra shifts. You know, uh, that's a big joke we have in our little group chat about the extra shift thing. But I do, I do have a couple days off, uh, two to be exact, and then I go right back to the grind. But the funny thing is, is yesterday for like the first time, um, I had ordered some food while I was working, and I like went up front to grab it, which I hate going up front as a veterinarian because then like everybody can see you, and. You know, what's really weird is that people think that when you're working, you're just like a robot for some reason. And I literally had a lady comment like, oh, you eat food here. And I was like, yeah, yes, I do. I also go to the bathroom while I work, too. Is that OK? Like, I didn't say that, but it's like, what is going on? I, I feel
1: You're like- not supposed to be eating while you're working. What is this?
0: Yeah, I feel like people when they go to the emergency room, like it's one of those things where they become a little bit more of their true selves. uh, And sometimes they're really great and sometimes they're really not. It's kind of like the whole, uh, what is it, the grocery shopping when you have the cart? Like, do you put the cart back or not? It's
1: telling. Yeah, it tells a lot about a person. Because it doesn't
0: benefit society in any way. Well, don't you normally like
1: not, not eat regularly when you're working? Like you go like. 10 or 12 hours and you eat like a handful of almonds or something.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's the, that's the crazy thing is, is that I often don't get to eat as much as I'd like, you know, surgeries and things like that. And so it's, it's just funny. Yeah. People, I think people don't realize how fast we're trying to work and get, you know, we're, we're trying to make everybody happy. I feel like that's, that's everybody in their job for the most part We're they're trying to do their best. So it, it goes a long way to be like polite and, and nice to everyone what kind of food were you eating i ordered wawa it's it's jacksonville so it's hard to get food late at night there
1: that is the one thing what is wawa i don't know what that is
0: oh it's like uh it's like quick trip for like people up north.
1: okay so like a gas station it's like a gas station
0: yeah food? it's like a gas station they do a little bit more food but they're like one of the few places i can order from late at night i think it's like them and whataburger and like taco bell that's the one thing i miss about new york and la
1: so. That's hilarious. So did you, like, eat in front of the person? Like, yeah, let me show you how I do it. You just stuff your face, like eat the whole burger right in front of her. Uh, yeah,
0: life. Uh, well, let's talk a little bit of, about soccer. Um, obviously, we're getting the pod back up. We, do, we are going to get a website rolling. Right now, we just have the intro page, but it's fpldive.com. And if you're tired and type in divefpl.com, it should send you there, too. I bought both.
1: Takes you to porn, actually. I tried that. Takes you straight to porn
0: oh yeah i'm just messing with you you're gonna go to a really bad website that's gonna give you a lot of viruses um (laughs) and then basically enter your email you'll get the news when the website's up and rolling uh we're gonna have a patreon slash backer section as well and i do want to send all the longtime listeners some merchandise so we're gonna get that rolling as well and then obviously new backers and patreons will have um the uh Probably probably some perks. A lot of benefits. Of a lot of things. Lot of you
1: get a lot of things. Those things are yet to be determined, but you get a lot of things. Just get excited. Uh, swag. Uh, you get to make sexual remarks or demeaning remarks to Jake. You can record yourself doing that. We'll put it on the pod.
0: Yeah, we'll post it everywhere. I mean, that's what Wilson was asking. Like, who do you get to diss this season? And it's like, well, it's mostly going to be me, I'm assuming. I mean, it's whoever you want, Wilson, but choose wisely. And I know you'll choose me.
1: Yeah, you're the running butt of most jokes around here, aren't you?
0: Yeah, well, when you take last in all the leagues, that's... You
1: just do hilarious stuff every season. It's like, you're not even trying to do funny stuff, but like from the minus 80 to like captaining or sending out uh holland like yeah two two games i completely forgot about
0: the minus 80 oh yeah i feel
1: like every year you do funny stuff and it's like uh comedic in that you don't try to do stupid stuff um but that's just who you are jake so you know someone's got to do it
0: yeah, we'll, we'll definitely have merch for you. Um, and then we're going to probably do our Discord as usual. So you'll have um, that. Uh, we've mulled over some other stuff as well. So we'll get that all finalized. Um, so I think this was a good place to start because we didn't really talk about it for our first episode. What are your goals for the season? Um, this is written in by fellow Arsenal fan, Alex. Um, yeah, what are your goals, Nick?
1: My goal is to get in the top 100K. So two seasons ago, I, I managed that, and I was pretty ecstatic. The, the thing, and kind of like going back to how we quit the pod last season at like Game Week 27, is I just don't have the endurance for this game sometimes where, you know, start very excited, the season starts out, and Liverpool sucked last year, so I kind of like did not enjoy watching the games as well as playing FPL. But Top 100K is my goal, and it really does come down to like having that endurance to, to play the entire season. I think by, I don't know, three quarters into the season, I was asking Jim for strategies every single week and like players to bring in and, and sub out. So yeah, top 100k, if I get top 500k, I will be happy. Cause, uh, like I said last time, I am not a very good FPL player. So, you know, sometimes you gotta shoot for mediocrity and you gotta understand your strengths and, your weaknesses
0: that's fair i feel like i'm taking it the opposite way i'm gonna shoot high so i said win um but i guess maybe realistically top 10k I'm, I'm really going for it um yeah it's same thing happens to me and it's not so much the endurance it's just it's just like the work right so like when i work a shift i sometimes don't get out And it usually rolls into like the morning games and the morning games have already started, which which can make it really difficult. Um, And my schedule is usually all over the place. So, I mean, even I remember last year we had a new guy in our um, college group, Kirby, and he was beating me and he ended up beating me in the season. But there was like one week and I had been catching up like five weeks in a row on him and i tried to update my team and the website was down and i was like i literally only have 5 minutes to do this and i, I like i couldn't get through and i was like well i'm just going to not set my lineup cuz that season was already toast so i'm not going to i'm not going to let that happen i'm literally going to just tell people yeah i have to eat and i also have to set my fpl lineup cuz i'm a real person yeah
1: yeah just be like i can't sorry i can't treat your dog right now i know it's it's like on the verge of like having a heart attack but FPL takes precedence this year because I've set my goal of top 10k, and if I don't reach that goal, people are going to make fun of me. So, yeah, know, like, sorry, Fluffy. Yeah, sorry, Doggo. Uh, that's cruel, Jake. You're a cruel emergency veterinarian. But I think the uh, FPL people can appreciate that. Maybe, probably. Yeah, not. that's
0: what I strive for. Uh, i The other thing is that there's a little bit of talk that Marco might not play this year. That's my other goal. I still have a couple weeks to get him to join um, and have fun. Um, so yeah, that's that. That's our goals. I think that's all good. Um, yeah, pretty you crazy. Any
1: of the- Sorry, just going back to Marco just deciding to completely drop FPL. Like, I think last season he's he was in like the top thirty k or top forty k in terms of his overall finish, and he's consistently done that like top one hundred k every single season for the past I don't know five or six seasons that I played with him. So just to like just flat out drop out of the FPL world completely is kind of we're losing, you know, we're losing an icon in FPL.
0: Yeah, he's definitely been one of the more consistent players and really good. Um, I know like when you finish pretty highly, a lot of leagues will like invite you and he's been in those elite leagues as well. Yeah, I hope he, I mean, I hope he does it. Like, I I feel like, I don't know if it's his competitive nature and he's worried that he won't be finishing in the top as much because he's busier, which it's like, I've come to accept that. That happens. It is what it is. But he's a, he's a competitive guy. Losing's not an option for him. So
1: yeah, just retire on top and then, you know, doesn't have to show his weakness.
0: Yeah, hopefully he doesn't have, like, a Tom Brady situation where he, like, comes back. And he
1: divorces his wife, who's a supermodel.
0: Yeah, and then, like, kisses his dog because he doesn't have kids. I don't know.
1: He kisses his kids on the mouth. Did you know that?
0: Yeah, I know, I know that. <laughs> um, all right, so have you been watching any of the preseason games, or have you been sticking to the Women's World Cup?
1: I... I don't have a, a TV subscription because I'm a poor person, so I watch all the highlights on YouTube and try to catch up on like who's performing well, which is is like a terrible way to do it in the preseason because things are so biased. And so at one point this week I watched the the Fulham highlights and um, Wilson, what is his name? Harry Wilson, former Liverpool player. He he scored like a banger in that game, and I was like, oh, straight into my team. He's like a 5.5 mid, and I think that's probably a terrible way to do it. I have been watching a lot of the, like, the Liverpool um, FC, like, YouTube account has been posting training videos, and I've been watching that pretty closely. I'm trying to figure out, like, who the, um, like, striker lineup is going to be in terms of, like, the the starting lineup, because they have, you know, they have Jota, they have Diaz, they have Darwin, they have Gakpo, they have Salah, and so, like, which of those guys are going to be the primary assets to have. I think Darwin and Sala are going to be the guys. But anyways, that's like where I'm at with uh, the preseason. I don't know. It's, it's really hard to, to gauge based on the games because the managers, they change the lineups quite a bit. They play guys who, who will never feature in the regular season. And I don't really understand like all the thinking and strategy that goes into those preseason lineups and, and how they set up the team.
0: Yeah, I mean I think that's something that you gotta be very, very careful with, and I've definitely learned that over my FPL seasons, like what's real and what's not. Um, I'll also have to give you some subscriptions if you do wanna watch them. Okay. Although like the games are just all over the place, which is always difficult. Like, you know, last night Arsenal Barcelona didn't start till like eleven ten our eastern time. Yeah. Which I mean it's still late for you at ten. Um but yeah, you're. I mean, you're exactly right, and I don't get that either all the time. And that's where it's like you need. To, you still need to stick to the players that are like that have done it before. But there are some like players that can come out of the, like the woodwork and be useful. And it's trickier and it's obviously more risky. But I do feel like it's worth having like one or two of those players sometimes in your team. Yeah. And price price points are a big part of that as well. Yeah. A great um, example is
1: two seasons ago West Ham. Um, Ben Rama and Tony or Antonio um mm. had like an incredibly good preseason and I brought them in and, to my team just because of how they performed in the preseason they started the season extremely well and then like kind of fell off throughout the the rest of the season especially Ben Rama like I think he got benched or he got injured or something like that but that was one situation where I was like I'm just gonna bring these guys in there they're low price they've been crushing it in the preseason and it it worked out well but like I don't know. Some of those preseason games, they, like, they screw with you. They, like, they make you think that some player's going to be good and then they never play again. Like, uh, remember Pedro Neto from Wolves? Yeah. Had, like, a great preseason. I saw he scored again in in one of their preseason matches. I was like, no way. No way, buddy. I'm not bringing you in.
0: Yeah, and I think part of it, too, is, like, what are the teams that they're playing, right? Like, if they're playing these teams that are, like, League 2 whatever germany fr- france you know or like mls like that's it's like who cares if you score in games like that but when you know leandro trossard scores twice against barcelona like i'm um, like uh, maybe uh, he's an interesting player and in the fact that he does tend to come in and play at least 40 minutes like and but but to me it's also more like well who's he going to come in for and so martinelli's a big like i don't think i'm going to go with him this year i, I could be a risk but he really exceeded his xg there's going to be champions league trossard's going to be able to play that spot um you know and and it's one of those things where i don't see martinelli matching his goal total from last year and even if he does his prices increase so who can i find that might be the new martinelli this year so yeah i think again like that i so you but you think darwin and jota are going to be playing because i kind of thought it was going to be nunez or not nunez Gakpo and um uh diaz starting for them
1: i do not know i think darwin will That's be the weird. striker and sala will be obviously starting but uh beyond that i don't know who else will slot in there like i thought based on the end of the season last year that Gakpo would be the guy and darwin mm. would kind of take the bench role, but I almost think that how they're training and how they're lining up against these other teams in preseason that that darwin's going to be the guy and Gakpo's going to be coming off the bench to support him and then jota's been playing well in preseason um yeah so i could see like the front four being jota darwin diaz and then Salah. but that that's like a total guess and i have i you know i don't know how uh mcallister and Sobosly sly fit into that and then there's like, there's still pieces that need to be figured out. I think they're still working on some transfers at this point and, and moving Fabinho out and bringing in um, Lavia. And all that kind of throws things for a loop in terms of like who then will play the, the eight or the nine. And uh, I just, I, I don't know. I think Darwin and Sala, bottom line, Darwin and Sala are the guys that I would go with right now.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I'm mining you for information because Liverpool is still the biggest question mark to me. I I did do some data on this, and I'll get it posted on the website. Um, it's very interesting how in the Premier League teams that tend to drop out of the top four places tend to return almost immediately the following year, which means you know Liverpool will probably have a pretty good season this year. And so, yeah, to me it's like I want those players. I just don't know who at this time, yeah. but um another one like preseason wise we'll we'll keep rolling. We'll kind of talk about big six and then maybe some other teams. Chelsea's been interesting and I I really think I'm going with Nkunku or uh Jackson and I apologize if I pronounce his name wrong, you're probably better at that than me um I like your Jackson pronunciations. Is, yeah okay Jackson is just they're fun. like. Oh yeah, they're fun. They're unique. I'll get better at it. I'll play some FIFA later today in my my. I don't.
1: Free do you time. think Jackson is going to play that much? I thought he was like. Isn't he a uh, like a young kid they brought in? So he'll probably come off yeah, the bench he, and like feature in the cup he, matches or something.
0: He is, um, and, but he's been playing very consistently and has been like passing the eye test and also statistically good. You're right. That is a little bit worrisome, and that's where I might find the point five to just go to um because he's also going to be on penalties probably i think he's like nine for ten in his career and you know um jorginho's out george good old george is out so i really like that and i i they have a good run of fixtures and the 7.5 bracket is kind of a nice bracket like you talked about because you do have darwin there and so you could just kind of move sideways if need be jackson just he played in that 10 role or sorry no he played in front of um i think he played up top and he did really well and then he looked good yesterday against uh newcastle and scored a goal as well and and had some times where he was just dribbling by these guys so he him being at seven is really interesting to me obviously without penalties it makes me a little bit more nervous but I think he's going to find a way into a lot of teams by the end of the year. And I'm not again, I'm not as worried about Chelsea this year. I know they were a mess. But again, I think that's the thing is like they drop in price because of the season last year and it's like the chances that Chelsea repeat and are that terrible again, I just don't see it with Pochettino. I really I really don't.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think they're going to be back. I mean it would be pretty unlikely for them to repeat last season's performance would they finish like 11th or 12th in the table or something like that like pretty terrible pretty terrible Um,
0: i I see them at least making europa what
1: they went through like three managers too didn't they
0: yeah yeah it's just ridiculous um i don't know i think pochettino's done it before they kept at least the majority of their core team i would like to see Casado move over there sooner rather than later so he could get like used to playing there but it's not going to matter as much for attacking returns in my opinion and that's the other thing is is i tend to like yeah if it's a team that's in flux like then i stay away more from defensive options unless they're like really likely to return so to me i'm like "Ah, i like the way chillwell's been playing in preseason but i think he's a wait and see for me and i can go somewhere
1: else yeah, especially with Liverpool as the the first match of the season, you could yeah. you could take game week one and evaluate who's going to be the guy for Chelsea, and then bring them in game week two when they have that start into that good yeah. good fixture run.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. What what are your thoughts on Spurs? We do we are getting a lot of questions about Kane. Um, I just really yes, I can put Kane in my team or Salah, but I really don't like the rest of my team when I do it.
1: The thing about Spurs is that everything I think hinges on Kane at this point I don't I don't know that I want any of the Spurs defenders because I just don't know how they're going to line up and and uh because yeah. they have a new manager right what's his name post or something like that yes um, correct so like I don't I don't I haven't watched any of their preseason games yet so I don't know how they're gonna line up I don't know who who's gonna feature and if they like outside backs are going to be as good as they have been in the past and so like then you're talking about Sun matto and kane as the other options in the attack and i would go with matto if i knew kane was going to be in the team i don't know if i'd go with kane or not um if he's if he's in the squad he doesn't get transferred it's like didn't he score more more points than sala last season
0: yeah he did 260 something 263 um he so yeah pasta koglu typically plays a 433 um he used that in 80% of his matches. So I do feel like that fits with Spurs, but yeah, it does all hinge on Kane and that's why it's like it's just like you could you could have Kane and he could get transferred out and it's just not worth it team structure wise for me. Um I am interested in Madison. I don't know if I'm going to have the the balls to start with him, um but I do really think at 7.5 I really like that price point cuz He's probably going to be taking a lot of free kicks, a lot of uh, corners. I mean, Sun may take some as well, but at 7.5 around that Spurs team, he could definitely be worth it. But, and the other thing, you know, too, obviously, if Kane leaves, like Richarlison, as terrible of a year as he had last year, he'd be interesting. But I'm guessing they're going to probably replace Kane if he goes. So I don't know.
1: Yeah, I would hope. I. I don't know I'm just gonna avoid that situation until we know more about what his future looks like from a business side of things like I would sell Kane because isn't he he's on like the last year of his contract and so he could potentially walk on a free I mean if they have a bad season or you know he has the opportunity to go play for Bayern next season or some other team that needs a striker and he could have a better chance of winning trophies I mean have Spurs ever they they haven't won a trophy right like Correct. That's like the running joke. I don't get they, it either. They never win anything.
0: Yeah. yeah, I don't get it either. Like he, if if I was running that team, he'd be gone for as much as I could get for him. And maybe that's what they're. That's what the problem is. They are just asking for a lot. Yeah. I mean, he is, he is twenty nine, and that doesn't make me as worried. I I am gonna be putting him article a little bit. I don't think Suns necessarily gonna be worse than last year, but it, Suns thirty one and Kane's 29 and so yeah I just I feel like Kane needs to go um to, to if I was running that and so yeah why would you let him walk away for free when you can get 80 mil for him I don't know. yeah and so for me Kane is basically a no-go but Madison's just the one player that I'm interested in I agree with you defensively I'm not going to really go with anyone for Spurs, except I do like that 4.5 left back. I, I forget his name. Um, he's someone I'm keeping an eye on, because if I can get a 4.5 left back from a top 6-7 team, I think he'll be in my team. Udagi, on Spurs, I think. Pedro Porro? Yeah. No, Porro's 5.0, but the left back is Udagi. He's oh. 20, and he's been playing very well. So.
1: Destiny. What a name. Yeah, Destiny Udagi. What?
0: Yeah, Destiny. Yeah, that's my team. Destiny. Um, but yeah, so that that's kind of how I feel about Spurs. Man City's Man City. We'll probably wait till the Shield game and then decide. I Foden's been in my team a lot though. I, I do like Foden, and I'll probably regret it. But whatever. So. I think there's opportunity question. with
1: City. Sorry, I just yeah, there's going, opportunity yeah. going with City. Like since they have moved a lot of players. I I just think there's like you know there's so much opportunity now for the the players that remain on the team, and they're always just like the the team that scores the most FPL points. So if you can capitalize and get the players who you know score most of those points, you're going to be doing pretty well.
0: I am curious as to like Alvarez this year if he gets to play in like other roles, like will he play while Holland's playing? He's an interesting price point for me if he shoots up and gets like 30 or 40 more points. He's only six and a half. Could he play right Lowe's, wing? Yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm wondering if he'll play right wing at all.
1: That would be awesome. Yeah he'd be straight into my team if he's right wing.
0: Yeah. So I am probably gonna have a forward at his price point range. Uh, and that's kind of the nice thing about having a 7.5 forward you could drop down to him we'll we'll see smart uh, smart and, smart and yeah i think that's i mean that's mostly the big teams we did have a question from kendo about like is three brighton players a risk i think that's a very it depends on which players you're going with right like so for me i actually i actually kind of didn't want three brighton players but i i do currently in my draft Um, it's a Stupion, Matoma, and then I have, uh, Pedro up top right now at five and a half. And I don't know if he's going to stay there, but I do like the fact that he's five and a half and he's been looking good in preseason. It's kind of a wait and see for me on that third, that third spot though.
1: Yeah, they have three strikers and I'm not sure which of the three will get the majority of the time or if it'll be kind of a rotation because isn't there, there's Ferguson, there's Danny Welbeck, and then there's João Pedro, and so I also have João Pedro just based on, like I said, I was watching the the preseason highlights and he's looked good, so if he's featured he's he could be a good player to go with just based on the price point it just is all, like, hinges upon whether or not he gets the playing time so, that will be interesting to monitor, I have to um, you know back up the bet that i i you know went with or or, or, yeah my my hot take last last pod where i said bright no none of the brighton players will be in the top 10 outside of goalkeeper in the first five game weeks and so uh to to remain consistent i would say that three brighton players is a risk my concern with extremely highly owned players is that they drop in price if they don't perform early on in the season and mm-hmm. i also am concerned about the the rotation of players out of the brighton team um in terms of losing some of those key players if they lose kaiseido that could be like another reason why I'd heavily doubt taking three brighton assets but um in terms of like a decent team with a decent manager with good, good upside. I think there's, there's possibility there. So you can't, can't go wrong. If you're going for like some budget options, you know, it'd be better to go with like Brighton players versus Lutton or forest or something like that. If they're the same price point.
0: My, the thing that I'm curious about is who's going to play the number 10 role, right? Like I think Matoma and March will play out wide and then Inciso could play the number 10 role, but he looked better when he played out wide in like Matoma's spot. So that's where I'm thinking like Joe Pedro may play in the number 10 role. And I like players that play in that role for FPL. I mean, it seems like all my midfielders are playing that role right now, except for Saka. But I have Madison, you know, Foden, Fernandez. I just, you know, if you're, you're in that role, you tend to get goals and you tend to get assists. And if you're at a low price point, it seems to work. But yeah, I agree. There's a lot of rotation and no Caicedo could be a problem um so uh, yeah to me do you do you are you so you're staying away from the midfielders who are you going with instead of in that price point range are you like an Embuemo fan
1: i've been looking at Embuemo. i i'm kind of hamstrung right now in terms of my midfield options because i'm going with sala and i have foden and uh, bruno fernandez so like I, like I said, I I picked up Harry Wilson after watching some of the preseason just because he's a 5.5, but honestly, like, I might blow up my team structure so that I can have four mids instead of three mids who I know are going to get points. Uh, My team structure really sucks right now, so... I have yeah, no idea. I did. I
0: built some squads with Salah, and like I ran the projected points, and they were all not good. And I think the problem with it is he's not going to be captain except may- maybe game week two against Bournemouth, and that's where I'm running into problems as well with that. I did put Trent back into my team because I-, I just feel nervous not having any Liverpool. But yeah, I think that's. I mean, that's mostly it. I wasn't sure if there was anything other other big teams you want to talk about or anything major. Um, with regards to what you've seen in the preseason is there anything that you've seen
1: no i think we kind of touched on it already um i don't know okay. i s- still want to see like how spurs line up in terms of like who will get potentially most playing time in some of those um key positions and then yeah,
0: they're kind of a wait and
1: see yeah otherwise like Um you know, we're still waiting on transfer news for some of these teams and that will then you know, then it's go time.
0: Yeah, the two transfers that came in, we did I just had it like marked down. Diaby for Villa who ironically scored in my home state of Florida in Orlando. Um and then Barnes at six point five. I gotta do a little bit more research on Diaby. There's a lot of there's a lot of like, you know, the Twitter and the people saying that he's probably a better pick than Watkins, which is like, eh, I mean, I get it because of the price point maybe, but there's a lot of other options at 6.5 in the midfield. Barnes is definitely a hold off just because of their fixtures, but he does tend to shoot the ball a ton. He just doesn't tend to get a lot of bonus points either, but he's interesting on that team because I don't know... I'm trying to figure out on Newcastle, like, who's going to score for them, right? Yeah. Wilson's old, and I think, again, it's, like, kind of a little bit of hint to this article that's coming out. I think Wilson's going to drop in uh, points, and he ended up with 158, which is second highest total ever for a fantasy Premier League season, and he's never scored above 168 because of injuries, so he's really, like, not someone I'm interested in because he has four tough fixtures and he could be injured by then, and then they're going to be playing Champions League. So, like, who's going to be the Newcastle guy? Like, is it going to be Isaac? Is it going to be Almiron again? But, again, we have time to wait and see for Newcastle. So that's just
1: it. Yeah. They got a lot of lot of guys. So it's... it's like a lot of FPL options so it's really hard to know who to go with and like you said the fixtures don't lend themselves to to going with a Newcastle option early so we can kind of wait and see I do think Aston Villa is enticing based on the players that they have at the the prices so like uh Buendia played pretty well in their preseason match um I think he got a like a couple goals or in a goal and assist or something like that um but he plays in a similar role that like Diaby might Some of the statistics, though, like, so Buendia and Ramsey are have, like, really great defensive statistics, and I think it's how Emery wants his teams to play, is certain players like that Cam has to put in defensive pressure, and I don't know that Mm. he'll ask Diaby to do the same thing, Um, so I'm just not sure if that means that Diaby will be a good FPL option or like not a great FPL option, if he doesn't fit into that like high press system where he has to have some defensive responsibilities. Um, yeah. I'm just going to wait and point. see and, and, and kind of keep him on my radar though. Cause what he's 6.5 and he could be um, pretty dynamic yeah. for them.
0: Yeah, that's that's kind of it's the price point for me, but that's a really good point. And yeah, Emery Emery's got a lot of new pieces: Telemans, Diaby. But obviously, Emery's a fantastic coach, except when he's at Arsenal. Um, yeah. So I did want to talk. We do have a couple leagues rolled out. Um, we are doing a Pumpkin Cold Brew Championship League. Um, that is going to be for Patreon members only at this point in time. That could change, but for now, Pumpkin um, Cold Brew. Yeah, so Pumpkin Cold Brew Championship, if you are a Patreon, check it out. Um, I put it in the Discord for the code. I think we have nine guys so far, and, and Zoops, I invited you as well to it. Okay. Um, and then we have League Died, code 652WMJ, so that's your that's your zombie team. You pick your team, and you don't make any changes throughout the rest of the year. Um, the other leagues are going to have to be renewed, which I'm going to get done uh, later this weekend. And then we always want to do a dive discord team um basically the only team to ever like consistently rival marco no i'm kidding there are some other other teams that have but it's basically a hive mind so we if you become a patreon member you can kind of put in your input and vote for players that you want um and so we kind of like pick players based on everybody's opinion and that honestly does really well every year i don't think i've ever beat it nick you probably did on your really good season but other than that it typically does pretty fantastic and now they it's it's
1: fun yeah they crushed it last season
0: it. yeah so it's a fun it's a fun thing to do um so we'll do that again and then basically we're gonna get a pot out next week um probably just one uh but we'll, we'll see i mean we might be able to get a we might be able to get a little bit of a small pot out there that we could. Uh, do for the patreons um is there oh i did want to talk about so currently um we are getting the website rolled up and we'll get our initial fpl teams out there and a little bit of why we picked them and then the plan is to have you know one or two days prior to the season start put our teams out and an explanation as to what for the patreon members as well Um, so that's going to be our goal moving forward did you have anything to add anything new
1: Yeah, I just want to throw a plug out there for the suggestive pictures of Jake section of the website. So that'll be Mm. um, premium content that will be available for our Patreon members. But if you uh, subscribe to our Patreon, you'll get access to a rotating set of pictures of Jake in various uh, compromised positions. And um, they're quite exciting. So if you want to sign up for the Patreon, you get access to that. We'll have a a rotation, kind of like a slideshow of sorts. And uh, yeah, Jake will be updating those on on a regular basis. So another benefit of of being one of those key supporters of this podcast.
0: Yeah, you know, I kind of imagine like a wedding slideshow and it makes me feel a little bit better that I didn't know you as well and didn't invite you to my wedding. So yeah.
1: So yeah, I just imagine, people are like, that normally just uh, happy that they didn't invite me to their wedding uh, based on how <laughs> I uh, performed at uh, weddings that I have been invited to, so... That's always a good move. I, um, For those of you who are wondering, just picture like a, you know, the fireman's calendar. If you've ever seen one of those fireman's calendars, that's basically what we're going for with this section of the website. And it, it I'm guessing I'm projecting more traffic to that section of the website than any other part of, the, like, articles, no one cares. But the pictures of Jake, you're going to care. You're going to want to see yeah. those.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would sign up for that. Um, so follow us at dive FPL for Twitter, the art of the dive on Instagram, um, online, visit our website at fpldive.com, and then download our pod. It's going to be on um, basically, you know, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Amazon Music, Spotify, basically all the podcasts. And yeah, um, send us some fun questions, too. We like that. That, that. That's good. We don't have to always just focus on FPL. We can focus on real life, too. You know all right well we'll uh sign out and see you guys next week um i'm jake
1: i'm nick and remember you should dive
0: also since we're at this pause anyways i realized that my headphones weren't appropriately plugged in in the beginning so that's going to be a headache i'm sorry so there's probably going to be feet wait your headphones weren't plugged in correct yeah I know I'm a mess. <laughs> like it sounded yeah, they weren't like they were, in? they weren't completely plugged in. So I was just listening to you on audio. Yes, yeah, we'll figure it out. So your mic um, is,
1: it, I mean, I'm assuming it, it just won't have recorded anything, or it'll be like the worst feedback. No, it'll have imagine. recorded
0: me, but it's gonna have, it's gonna have recorded you as well. That's the problem. <laughs>
1: You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So you were listening to me via your speakers, and you thought they were coming through your headphones?
0: Just, yeah, via the speaker on the phone, because I had it plugged in, but it wasn't all the way plugged in. And I was like, "Uh, I think I'm hearing Nick. Because I turned the sound down real low, and I was like, oh, I think I'm not actually hearing him through the headphones. I think I'm hearing him through the phone.